0: a glorious Friday evening. Welcome back to 1497 podcast. I'm your host Jonathan Keaton and let's get right into it but before we get into it we got a lot of madness going on a lot of madness in the sports world and it starts in green Bay. but before I even get into that make sure that you subscribe and tell people about 1497 podcast and I'll get to all of that at the end of the show. Now let's get into it. Rodgers and the general management's divorce is just getting uglier and uglier. It's like two superstars got married for one year and they both got married for the money. And it it just went from bad, it just went from bad to worse. Like it just keeps on going downhill. And Rodgers is making it clear that he does not want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore. He even said, General manager for Green Bay should be absolutely like the he should be kind of mad by this comparison. But he said, Roger said, in a paraphrase of his quote, he basically said the Packers GM is basically Jerry Krause. Now, slow it down there, Roger, because. Yeah, Jerry Krause broke up one of the greatest teams of all time in the National Basketball Association. He also got that team into the finals almost every single year and won six championships with that team, made a three-peat in the early 90s, and then towards the mid-late 90s made another three-peat. Now, even though Jerry Krause did tear down that team and they could have made some phenomenal history that that team would have stayed together and probably would have played Shaq and Kobe in the playoffs, he still broke up that team. So I get where you're going, Rodgers. I get why you're furious, because they drafted Jordan Love when, one, they didn't even tell you, and then two, after that, they didn't even give you a defense. I feel you, Rodgers. I feel you. But I think you're going to need to tone it down with the comments because, yeah, Jerry Krause did tear up the team. He still won six NBA championships when he was with the Bulls. So, and even in Phil's last year that he told him they won a championship. So Rodgers puts up. he has a no trade clause. So he's basically the captain of this ship. And he gave out some trade destinations, and one he's leaning towards more to death, and that's the Denver Broncos, the one he's leaning more, the leaning most towards to death, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Cleveland Browns. The best place I see Rodgers in is the Denver Broncos because the Denver Broncos in the trade, all they're giving up is Patrick Sertan and Drew Locke and a couple, couple first-round draft picks. Rodgers walks into that situation with still Melvin Gordon there, another good uh, running back out of North Carolina that they drafted, Jared Judy, K.J. Hamler, the young receiving core that they have, a good enough offensive line. It's not Green Bay offensive line, but it's still good enough. And on the opposite side, where Rodgers is more attractive to, he has a defense that could be a top-10 defense this season with the acquisitions that they made this off season. Another team that I could probably see him going to going towards but I don't think they would do it is the Cleveland Browns. Now the Cleveland Browns, they can they would have to give away Baker Mayfield and of course a couple of draft picks, first rounders preferably, but Rodgers going to that situation is Absolutely phenomenal for Cleveland because Cleveland's defense, it's a top five defense in the NFL with the moves that they made. They don't have to give up any young talent on their defense. And on the offensive side, you have two great running backs, a great offensive line, and a great receiving core. Those two situations, I I think Rodgers is definitely going to go Denver. But if you throw him in those two situations, Rodgers is going to be a Super Bowl bound quarterback. I would want him to see I want to see, I would want to see him in Denver because that's prime time football between him and Patrick Mahomes twice a year until he retires. And on top of that, I think it won't like Rodgers and that Broncos team may have a chance if he does go to the Broncos and beat the Chiefs. So, we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Jordan Love era it, it's on it's on I, I don't know why people keep on throwing it throwing it to the side jordan love kid you're it's your time to shine this is your team now because like it or not packers fans aaron rogers is out aaron Rodgers already removed his seat from the table and he already told brett Favre about the situation too and brett Favre usually says or has said that when aaron have is having troubles he usually like sit down and do, doesn't say anything and then in this situation, it's really, really bad for the Packers. So just get them traded, move on. Jordan Love era. At least you still have a good enough O-line. You'll have tons of draft capital in the future. Still have Devontae Adams, Valdez Gantley, Alan or Lazard, a good enough team where you can still make noise in the NFC ball. So please, Packers, just hang it out. Just hang it out. Roger's era is over. It's over. You guys always go to the NFC Championship and only got one super. Bowl out of it. It's done. Throw it away. Now let's move on. LeBron, 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 LeBron has a lot of criticism about the play in tournament, but I want to go back to our last episode, any way before our last episode. LeBron in the bubble. Before the bubble, it was the Blazers and a bunch of other teams fighting for that last spot. And LeBron said, LeBron James, LeBron James said, they should have a playing tournament. Wow. Irony is the real thing here. Because as we go into the 2020-2021 season, they announced a the playing tournament. But we didn't think the reigning NBA champions would be in this situation we wouldn't think that they would be without their king and their prince throughout majority of the season now the lakers are in that position that lebron's thinking about taking those comments back that he said in the bubble because he is possibly his team could possibly be in the playing tournament now with the lakers the Lakers have a great all-around team. I was talking with Justin before. Justin's a big Lakers guy. We all know this. He's a big LeBron guy. We all know this. I was talking with them before the season even started, and I just love the moves that the Lakers made in the offseason because as they lost Rajon Rondo, Dwight Howard, Jafel McGee, the list goes on and on, they, it was like they replaced them. They made, their, they made their bomb chest. They made the great chest move. And they be- they probably had the best offseason in free agency this season, or last season, I believe. Mean. Well, this season, this season, this off season. So it's like I, I, don't, I don't know what's what's happening with them. A lot of guys need to step up. Dennis Schroder's playing great. Caldwell Pope is playing great. But Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, I know you got the drip, my guy. You, dr- like, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to hype up Kyle Kuzma. But Kyle Kuzma got the drip. You, like, when you see someone dressed good, you got to tell them, you are looking drippy. You are looking very good today. I'm liking your clothing apparel. It's looking great. And for NBA players, that's on a daily basis because you got the cash. You got to spend it on the cash. You got to feel nice with the cash. You got to do good things with the cash because you earned it. You're in the NBA. You're playing professional basketball. You've been dreaming that since you were a little kid. But man, Kyle Kuzma, you're dressing like an NBA player, but you are not playing like an NBA player. Like Kyle, Kyle Kuzma and a couple other bench players on that Lakers team really need to step up because if they don't step up, you will see LeBron, AD, and the whole Lakers franchise in the play-in tournament. The play-in tournament gives me, like, the the first four NCAA March Madness vibes. And if it was just, like, how the first four was this year or the last the last, four to, the last four, like, they have, like, that little tournament, and then they get in, it's going to be one damn good play-in tournament. And there's a lot of good teams. The Lakers, this game tonight, I don't know if it started yet, but they play the Blazers tonight, and they're – their season series is one and one. So if the Lakers lose this game, this is going to be a very pivotal loss for the Lakers because if they lose and the tiebreaker comes into play, Trailblazers will get the tiebreaker, and if the Lakers are in a position where they can get bumped into the play-in tournament, they can get bumped into the play-in tournament. So LeBron and Anthony Davis, as we've as we seen, they've shown up in the playoffs. So if you're asking me, Lakers fans, should you be worried? I don't think you should be worried. But 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 there's a lot of great teams that are trying that are hungry for a playoff spot in that play in tournament. So I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good play in tournament, like I said. And here's the list of teams right now. So in the playing tournament right now, you got the seven seed Trailblazers, eight seed Warriors. Nine seed Grizzlies, 10 seed San Antonio Spurs, and an 11 seed New Orleans Pelicans. All teams you can make a great case for to getting that, excuse me, getting that seventh or eighth seed in the playoffs. So I, I can't wait to see it. Let's move on to the Eastern Conference. Now, before we even get started on the Eastern Conference play in tournament, Wow. Like the Eastern Conference is looking really good this year. And like I said, last year, well, no, I didn't say that, but I think it was previous of last year. This could be a very competitive Eastern Conference playoffs. And we haven't seen a very competitive Eastern Conference playoffs in like the past like couple of years. Like we haven't seen like each individual game in the Eastern Conference playoffs be competitive game in and game out. So I want to see that this year. And I think I am because you have so many good teams and two teams, two teams have to prove that they're playoff teams. So they're really going to show out this year. And that's the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks, everyone's calling the Milwaukee Bucks posers. They play good in the regular season. And when it comes to playoff times, they're not even the Milwaukee Bucks. You might have to find a new name for them because the Milwaukee Bucks is just gone in the playoffs. So they have something to prove. Giannis has something to prove. But Giannis has his little friend, Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday plays an important role in that Bucks offense because he is the Eric Bledsoe 2.0, but he is a better shooter than Eric Bledsoe. And in my opinion, a better scorer than Eric Bledsoe. That relieves the pain off Giannis, and it doesn't make the Bucks a one-dimensional team. Drew Holiday in the mix. It makes everyone better because why? He is a very good, true two-way point guard. He plays defense, and you rarely get that, especially in this day and age basketball. You rarely get that. And on offense, he knows how to facilitate the ball, and a point guard that knows how to facilitate the ball gets, your player, gets the other players around you involved. And when you get your other players around you involved, that makes you a more dangerous team when it comes to playoff time. So I can't, I can't wait to watch the Bucks. Another team that act like complete posers, they got the first letter of posers in their name is the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid's having an MVP type season, but you might not win the MVP this year based on injuries. But in some games, more than others, they seem to be able to handle No Joel because they're able to win games without Joel. Ben Simmons also has to come to play too. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are two two dynamic duos that hasn't played well in the playoffs. And you usually want dynamic duos for basically that reason and that reason only to play good in the playoffs because, because ultimately you won an NBA championship. So they also have a target on their back because this year with the new coach two and Doc Rivers, they need to prove that they can play good in the playoffs. So I think they're gonna be a team to watch. Milwaukee's gonna be a team to watch. Hell, I would even throw, I'd even throw Miami in there because Miami. A lot. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Miami, but there's so much talent on that Miami Heat's team that within any game, they can go crazy. You have Victor Oladipo, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Dunko, a.k.a. Duncan Robinson, a.k.a. Jimmy Neutron. You got a bunch of shooters on that team. It's basically what I'm trying to get to. You got a bunch of shooters, and you got a very – good big man on that team that's a team to watch out for too like i said and like i've been saying i think this is going to be a really good playoffs i really do i really do uh one thing oh snap the bulls are winning right now the bulls they're they're 27 39 you're probably like john john the bulls are not making the playoffs this year and i'm a bulls fan i love the bulls At the Wizards, I want the Wizards to be in because I need Russ haters to stop hating. The Russ Slander needs to stop. But that's for a different episode for a different day. Next week, next week's episode, we'll talk about the Russell Westbrook Slander because it really needs to stop. It really does. You got the Miami Heat, 35-31, 17. You got... Bro, what the sorry guys if that just happened and if it happened on recording, my Wi-Fi just went crazy for a second, but let's get right back into it. We got the Miami Heat 35 and 31 at in the seventh, in seventh, Pacers 32 and 34 in the eighth. Or no, the Hornets, excuse me, 32 and 34, Pacers 31 and 35. Wizards, 31 and 36. And then you got my Chicago Bulls, 27, 39. Now, as they're beating the Boston Celtics right now, that is a very inconsistent team. I'll talk about that next week, too. I think if we keep on, if we basically went out and Zach Levine stays healthy throughout this one-out process, we could be in the play in tournament, too. We really could. And I really hope we do because that Bulls team, if not this year, Next year, it's going to be a dangerous team, and I'm loving the way that Vooch is playing right now. It really it makes me feel comfortable to say that the Bulls are going to be a good team because the way that Vooch is playing, and it makes me more comfortable that we gave up that much for him to produce what he's producing right now. So back to the Lakers. Their bench needs to start playing better. That's going to be the big key for the Lakers to win their next couple games, maybe – Throughout the rest of the season, if LeBron and AD want to stay, like stay out until playoff time, because they'll make the playoffs regard like regardless. Rather, because like playing tournaments, basically it's playoff basketball. It's in the playoff atmosphere, so it's the playoffs. They got to be playing better, and their defense or not their defense. Their bench is the eighth worst, eighth worst scoring bench in the league. Bucks having best scoring bench in the league so like I said Kyle Kuzma and the rest of the crew they got to step up they got to step up for the Lakers to succeed because at the end of the day if they're not playing good they're just going to keep on going down they're going to keep on rolling downhill and if they keep on rolling downhill that is not a great recipe for that Lakers team also a little side note I don't think they should have brought back Anthony Davis that that quick I think they should have waited around this time maybe, maybe until the playoffs to bring back Anthony Davis, because he'd be complete. I think he'd be completely healthy. Now you got to worry about his previous injury and you got to worry about back spasms. Now with Anthony Davis, then LeBron too. LeBron getting older and his ankle might not be night, might not be 100% healed, but with that, LeBron's giving the most, getting the most time off that he has in his wonderful 18-year career. So you guys, you guys just need a lot of, you guys got a lot of lot of important games ahead of you. So we I can't wait. I can't wait for the playing tournament. What if I told you? What if I told you the Brooklyn Nets would be on a losing streak this season? You probably think I'm crazy. But the amount of talent on the team, you'll probably think I'm crazy. The Brooklyn Nets right now are on a four-game losing streak, but Steve Nash and Kyrie they chilling. They they chilling. Steve Nash is saying that you shouldn't be worried about the Nets, and there's a lot of a lot of players that are out, and this is the time where players start to get healthy before the playoffs, and then Kyrie's just saying like, "Bruh, like we got this, like." We we the nets we the nets, the lose they lost their last game against the Mavericks one thirteen to one oh nine but I want to bring it. Kyrie still dropped forty five points and KD still dropped twenty, and they only lost by four. So it's not like they're getting blown out. And throughout these last like last games, they played the Mavs lost one thirteen to one oh nine. They played the Bucks one twenty four to one eighteen. Played the Bucks again one seventeen to one fourteen. Blazers. 128 to 109, and that big loss against the Blazers. KD didn't play that game. KD played against the Bucks twice and the Mavs in the last four games, and they have been close, close games. So, and they're still missing James Harden too. So, James Harden is a he. He's a very big part in this Nets in this Nets offense because having those three guys on the floor completely healthy during playoff time, just screams, you, you might you might as well get a sign and write help with that exclamation point. Maybe two, because that team combined, those three players are going to give you a combined 80 points per game. So it's like, yeah, they don't have a big man. Yeah, they don't have a defense. It's going to be hard to go bucket for bucket What the team like the Brooklyn Nets? Not only that, a team that has three players that can easily drop twenty points in their sleep. That's really saying something. And like, especially the way James Harden has adapted to playing that, because there's a lot of criticism on James Harden not being able to reduce his shots, pass the ball. Like he's averaging, he's averaging a double double. And the last time he was averaging the double-double was in the Houston Rockets jersey. not last year, but I think it was the year before, a couple of years before. So he's really adapted and he was playing like an MVP player. So once he's completely healthy and back on the floor, you shouldn't be worried about the Nets. If anything, you should be scared to play the Brooklyn Nets. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited for the playoffs. And – Oh, the Bulls are still winning. We're in the third quarter, 74, or 77, 64. Kobe White just hit a three, 80, 80 to 64. I'm liking the way the Bulls are playing. I'm really liking this because we we basically got to win out for us to get into the playing tournament. Another thing, too, I think the Wizards are going to be a, a team to watch out for. It's going to be a sleeper team because – if you look outside just Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, that's not a bad team. That's a pretty decent team. Bertans, he's a great shooter, in my opinion. And I think having great shooters around you, especially around a player like Russell Westbrook that can distribute the ball, is going really, to really help them out in the long run. So Rui Hachimura too, is another good, good young player on that team. And one more thing before I end off on this lovely episode, this lovely 19th episode of 1497 Podcast is the Jazz for Real. Now, a lot of people they're scared. This the Jazz are in the same situation, in the same category as the Milwaukee Bucks and Philadelphia 76s, because they always perform well in the regular season. And when it comes to playoff time, Utah is non-existent. They are not there at all. Now And last in the playoffs, they blew a 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets with the Jamal Murray, with the Gary Harris, with the Nikola Jokic. But I would say pump the brakes because I think they're also playing with a burden on their back because, one, they're trying to prove that they are a playoff team. They deserve to be – two, they deserve to be in the playoffs. Three, Donovan Mitchell is playing outstanding this season. Rudy Gobert is playing outstanding this season and they remind me of the San Antonio Spurs because they develop their stars and they know how to every single game their team chemistry gets better and better and better and better and team chemistry is going to take you a long way in the playoffs because you know how to play with each other and it's not just their starters too it's their bench their bench has been playing phenomenal this whole season so I think the Utah Jazz are gonna be a tough team to stop in the playoffs. And the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns might be young, but they got that man CP3 on their team that helps them out. Say that helps them out so much because Devin Booker can play his true position. And it makes that offense more less predictable. And it's making the players better. So we'll see how this playoffs turned out cuz i'm i'm really excited that is the end of this wonderful episode of 1497 podcast here on friday evening at 8 11 p.m. on may 7th 2021 if you haven't yet please subscribe and give us a five star rating for listening on apple podcasts spotify deezer podcasts we're on all pod- podcasting platforms So subscribe to us, give us a listen and yeah, Devin, Devin, Justin are not here. They're, they're going to, they're going to be back very soon. They're they're having hectic years with, with school and stuff. So, so am I, but I wanted to keep the show going. So as always, trust the process, have fun on this Friday night, have a great weekend. I'll be back next Friday with the Russell Westbrook slander on why we need to stop the Boston Celtics being inconsistent, as I've been saying, for the majority of the season. And I'll be back with more sports topics. Rodgers might even get traded. We don't know. There's a whole full week, whole full week, that we have to wait for to see what is up. So trust the process. I'm out. Also, if the connection, like if the connection like stops during the video, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Excuse me. I don't know what happened with my Wi-Fi, but we got through the episode. That's all. That's all we can ask for. So subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone about 1497 podcast as I sign off. Pow, pow, pow. woo See you later, alligators. Later.